Hey, what's up, good people? Welcome to another Fired Up Casey episode. I am your host, Zeke Wanganga. And hey, listen up. If you've not subscribed, you know what to do. Go to our YouTube at Fired Up KC, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and you can also get us on Roku at Kenyong TV. But social media at Fired Up KC. But let's get right into it. Today, I bring another legend from KC. Um, and I am excited <laughs> for this guest today. It's been a long time coming. Um, I've been a fan, but she doesn't know this, but I've been in the crowd um, seeing her do her stuff. So please make, help me make welcome. She is the current director for small business and entrepreneurship at the KC Biscay's office. Please help me make welcome, Mia Richardson. How you doing? How you doing? Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. I know it has been a long time. <laughs> but I'm, I'm glad to have you here. How you doing? How you doing? I'm alive today, you know. It's yes. a pandemic, so I'm just grateful to be alive. Everybody's okay. That's good. That's good. And uh, honestly, I, I like your outfit. Um, Thank you. Thank and you. it's like, because like this winter, this year is a little bit, bit finicky, but it, it, yes. which is good. It, it's good. But the sun is shining. It looks, it's beautiful. It is outside. beautiful. I'm not a winter person, so I'm, I'm loving it. I'm like, if it's warm, I, I'm good to go. I can't imagine that you are. No, no. I'm from Nigeria, so like we don't do, there's no winter. So if it gets cold, I'm, I'm in, indoor. I don't want to be outside. But anyways, it's so great to have you here today. You. Um, now, for those who don't know who uh, Nia is, give them a brief bio. You story and how you go to great art today so i'm originally from kansas city missouri sweet um east side born and raised um, awesome. i'm a product of prospect as you know a lot of people like to yes. explain from um i actually still live in the same neighborhood on the same block that i grew up on wow um my father was really well both my parents my mother and my father were really big on me staying in the community building in the community yeah um and just kind of taking from what they taught me mm. um I was one of the few people growing up that had a two-parent household that mm. whose parents, parents had master's degree, whose father was an entrepreneur, So, and, and we were traveling. So it was very odd, you know, to kind of be that only one yes, and not be able yes. to share that with your peers yes, to say, hey, yes. what, you know, let's do this, let's do that, or do they understand? Um, and a lot of that has, you know, helped me kind of where I am today. So exactly. Before coming and working with the city, I actually work for my dad, who has a civil and structural engineering business. Wow, okay. okay. Voice consultants. Wow, okay. Dubois, however you want to say Man, it. Man, okay. Um, and he actually just sold the business. Wow. Um, he's had it for over 30, 30 years. 30 years. Dang. Yeah, because I think I was like five when he started the business. Wow. Um, and so, he, again, civil and structural engineering business. I was his business development person. Yes. I was the person that always had to interact with the city, um, go find partners, exactly. um, find proposals, write the proposals, mm -hmm. do the marketing. Mm -hmm. um, so everything that I got to do while working with my dad and inside the office but outside the office yes. in the community yes. is really what got me into the position with the city today. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I have roots here. Graduated from Lincoln College Preparatory Academy, LCPA. Yes. Uh, alumni. Um, went to Tennessee State University in Nashville, okay. HBCU, and did a small stench um, at the University of Virgin Islands, yes. St. Thomas, yes. which was all an experience within itself. Um, came home, started working with my dad for about mm, maybe 13 years, and then wow, okay. I got snatched up by the city to come and work with the BizCare office yes, and kind of yes, advance it. And yes. There's a lot, a lot of new things that we have coming. Wow, okay. Hopefully by the time this airs, we're gonna, a lot of stuff going we're, on. We're going to make it happen. 
Um, and I mean, I, I know that you've been so uh, instrumental when it comes to the development of business in Kansas City. Um, yeah. I think the first time I, I saw you, and when I say I, I've been a fan, I'm, I'm not kidding. The first time I saw you, it was at OHUB event. Okay. Um, you were on the uh, the panel with uh, Paul, uh, what is his name? I think it's... Uh, he was no, no, I interviewed um, the young lady who had the tech, and I remember I asked her that question, like, you know, I, I did that speed round with her, yes. and I was like, you know, are you dating? And she was like, I don't want to tell that. And I was like, people in the audience are looking. <laughs> and I remember you, and you was like, I want to know. <laughs> Yes, we were wondering. Thank you. Thank Please you, do not. Oh my God, this is gonna go on. Come on now, you gonna go put me out there like this? Come on, this was a secret. Man, people are gonna know I was out there, out there. No way. I mean, you was backing me up in the crowd. Yes, I was yes. Like, mm, I can see people. Yes. But you know, beautiful young woman yes. who was doing a lot in tech. Exactly, exactly. Um, and she had the plug. I think mm, it was mm, the plug. Yes, yes. And that was so long ago. It was. Really? It was so long ago. And I mean, I mean, I'm. Once I saw you, I'm like, I have to talk to you <laughs> at, at some point. I really gotta meet you. And I just been following your work, and you just been doing tremendous stuff. Thank you. Thank um, but before we, we get to what you're doing currently and what you've been doing, yeah, I want to really, um, because you said that your dad was an entrepreneur, yeah, and I feel like it's this uh, spirit of each one teach one, right? You see yes. what someone doing it and you're doing it. Because my dad was also an entrepreneur, and that's okay. why I'm going through that route as well. Because I saw one person who was like, I didn't, he didn't have a nine to five, but he made money somehow. I'm like, I, <laughs> I want to do that. I don't want to be able to go to clock in and clock out. But you know, he had. Y'all hustle differently in Africa. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's a whole, it's a whole different vibe. But it's like seeing that mentality of someone um, who was not, you know, he, he had contract with the government, but yeah. he was, but he was never nine to five, you know. Yes. So I, I think. That kind of cultivates myself. Like I can do more. I can be more than just an employee. Yes. Um. Can I explain that to me? What was the influence in terms of your dad, or what is the importance of that? So dad was, of course, a big influence. Mm. Um. Right. No nine to five. Yes. Um. Like I said, you know, we were kind of chit chatting earlier when we traveled, especially when we did take that trip yes, over yes. to the, the continent, the motherland, how we like to say. Yes. It. He worked. Um, even even recently when we went, you know, as a child, I saw him constantly working, but always making time for us. Yes. I didn't grow up thinking my dad or my mom weren't there. Mm, my mm, mom had to step mm. up a lot more because my dad was being more of an entrepreneur. And for a long time, I didn't know we were operating off of one income as my father was trying to build his business wow. up. Um, so as a child, I didn't really yes, see it. Yes. I didn't feel the impact of yes. it. And they did a really good job of just like, hey, we have a, we have a household. We're keeping things going. Um, and so he taught me a lot about just a good work ethic. Mm, mm. Um, both of my parents, I can't even just say my father, you know, my mother did yes. the role of supporting him, but there was so much she did that I got to see um, mm, that influenced mm. me as a woman as well and, and how I raised my children and, and maintain my household. Yes. Um, but my father on the entrepreneurial side of just, you know, he didn't really have sons until my brother, we, uh, my father and my mother adopted my youngest brother, but until then, it was just me and my sister. So wow. he didn't have sons. So wow. I felt like I was the closest yes. thing he had. Yes. And I was such a tomboy growing up <laughs> <laughs> because I felt like my dad wanted me to be a yeah. little boy all wow. the time. Um, but it just taught me so much about, you know, the world. And mm. I don't think I really valued my father as much as I do now. Mm. Um, being that, you know, again, most of my friends didn't have fathers in their household. A lot of times my father was their father. Yes. Um, and then they got to see the entrepreneur in him. Exactly. Um, and in high school, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I was everywhere. I wanted mm, to do photography. Mm, I wanted to do this. Mm. I wanted to do that. And I really still want to do all those things. Yes. Um, but when I went through a Kaufman program, actually, um, a woman sat me down. She said, your father's an entrepreneur. You need to really understand what that means mm. um, and what that looks like, regardless of what you go through. Yes. Figure that out because I didn't know what I wanted to do in school, and I was a business major, and I'm glad I did that. 
because no matter what you do, entrepreneurship is going to be the backbone of that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, like I can be a great chef, but unless I know how to run a business, I'm not going to be my own chef. I'm always going to be working for someone else. Yes. And having a good skill and then understanding entrepreneurship and how to run a business are two different mm, things. Yes. And I learned that watching my dad because he was good at a, as being an engineer. Yes. He was learning how to be an entrepreneur. And when I came back from school, I was like, yo, so you pay for my education. I know what to do. You ready? Yes, <laughs> let's so get it going. We, we started getting it going. Um, yes. So it was just, it was really interesting to grow up in a, a household like that, that had so many different dynamics. Mm. Um, my parents were involved in so many different things. Um, I couldn't go anywhere without someone saying, oh, you a Jamu's daughter. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't have a name. I didn't have a name until I got, <laughs> came home from college. I really didn't. Wow. I, nobody knew my name was Nia. I was just a Jamu, a wow. Jamu and Kinda's daughter. Wow. That's who you were. Wow. Like, okay. wow. So we tried. <laughs> Dang, man. I mean, just seeing how, you know, because you said he was a civil engineer, but he has to learn how to be an entrepreneur. Yes. That's two different sides of things. Two different sides. Um, now, tell me this. What is it with you and trying to be able to get people to make their own money. What is that, what is the importance of that to you and what is the future in terms of that? So for me, you know, like I said, I was raised in a very conscious household. Yes. You know, I knew, I knew where I was from, I knew more about myself culturally than exactly. a lot of my peers do. Um, and so I was taught a lot of different things and a lot of those things I can now see more clearly. Mm, you know, my parents mm. say, you know, stay. Yes. Or the fact that my father put his company like not even two minutes away from our home, like staying in the community and then impacting education and, and having the African Center campus like right down the street, like everything I needed from wow. work to school, education for my wow. children was right there for a while. Um, and so those different dynamics taught me, well, you know, brought to me a lot of different things that I'm realizing now. Mm. Um, so when I first got into my role with the city, I've only been with the city, I just had my three year anniversary. Um, Nice. Okay. Uh, my my then boss Rick Usher, who brought yes. me in. Hey Rick. Yes. Yes. <laughs> thank yes. Thank you, Rick. Yes. <laughs> so you gotta thank Rick for this. But he sent me this article about the racial wealth gap. And at the time, I think there was like, and don't quote me on it, but I think like the white median income was like 140,000. The Hispanic median family income was like maybe 3,600. And wow. black family and in median income was like maybe 600 or something of that. Whoa. Um, like it's, it got lower and lower and lower. Whoa. And then, and then when it looked at the statistics of us in the future, black people, we were the only race on projection to having zero to negative wealth, but I think it was like 2082. Wow. So for me, it's like, well, let me see if I'm already there. Mm. Well, you look at your bank account and you start looking at your net wealth. It's like, I don't have anything. My, wow. you know, I need to get my house up right. I need to like, what? What does it actually really mean to build wealth? Mm. And I realized that a lot of people don't get the same education I get. Like my parents taught me how to save. They were very good savers. Yes. Um, sitting down with financial advisors, getting your life insurance policy set up, um, being able to set the tools up so that if I die, whenever that happens, mm. I'm setting the next generation up for success. Mm. And a lot of us don't do that. Yes. Um, and so for me, when I kind of looked at the data of the racial wealth gap, and then I looked at what I was actually doing with the city, I was mm. like, entrepreneurship is the wave, mm. Um, mm. or is the ship yes, um, yes. that helps us kind of... Uh, be ready for the wave of, you know, whatever that rising tide is. Exactly. I need to build a ship so that my people can stay, be mm. stabilized and not be washed away by the tide. Yes. Um, I mean, because I also want to know this. Also, wait, before we even go to the next section, um, I want to acknowledge the fact that you've been in this for over like 20 years now, you said, because you worked for a death like 13 years. 
and then you ha- you came out of it. So you've been in the industry for over over ten, let's say over ten years, right? Let's just say let's years. let's toast to that. Let's, okay. I'm, I'm thirsty. <laughs> I'm really thirsty. So let's do that. Thank you. Mm. But um, before we get into even deeper serious topics, the hairstyle is say your signature hairstyle. Tell me about that. I really want to know about that because I really love the hairstyle. Oh, like this this hairstyle is. <clears throat> For me, it was like, I had boys. Mm, I have two mm, boys. And mm. by the time I actually had a girl, I was like, yo, it's going to be me or you. I can't do everybody's yes. hair. I hated doing my hair. Um, and I had cut my hair before, but after my daughter, I was like, all right, we're going to do this again because I don't, you know, I want to give you a chance. I'm yes. Chop your hair. <laughs> um, and I actually just love the, the shorter hair. I used to actually have my son's barber who did this. Shout out to Faith Factory Doe for popping me up here. Yes. But he used to do like these really dope designs. And I used to love it because I knew people weren't ready for it. Mm. And I just, I felt like it was an intimidation factor that I can walk in a room. I had this real dope haircut. <laughs> and then you just wait, you don't know who I am, yes. what I'm about to say. And then I just hit you in it. <laughs> and then you're like, whoa, I don't want to be the status quo. I mm. want to mm. be that example to show that you can be any woman, any type of woman, any type of way. It's not about how I look. It's about yes. what I actually bring to the Ooh. table. So that's- Preach on that. That's kind of what it is. But it was just me being me. This mm, is just mm, authentic. Yes, me. I, I love the hairstyle. Like I dig it. I'm like that is so stylish. I I, I don't know if I can my hair can grow tall enough to rock it, but I am a fan. I I, I cut my own hair. So um, but anyways, so <laughs> thank you. Let's so let let's talk a bit about more uh, what you do now. Okay. Um. So what is the plan? What is the goal? And what are what are the new things you guys are bringing into place to make sure that you know black people in the community have more like a balanced wealth? There's not like too much of a wealth wealth gap. Yeah. Trying to be able to balance that. So what we do. So just first off, Casey Biz Care is an office within the city right now. It's right up under the city manager's office. Okay. Right. So it gives me a direct contact to him to kind of make some new impact. Um, the office has been around since 2009 okay. and it organically evolved over the years. So by the time I got there, there was a lot of things already in place and they had kind of went through a lot of the bigger hoops of trying to figure out how to get this here and there. But basically, and I know that there's an office that just opened in Long Beach that I, that is called BizCare, but okay. we are the only one <laughs> in the country yes. that has a KC or has a BizCare office that does exactly what we do. Okay. And so for someone, a citizen like yourself who is coming in, it's like, you know, I'm going to start a small business. Mm. Um, you can go into this ecosystem. You can go to KC SourceLink. You can go to Porterhouse. You can go to OHUB. You know, you can go get this education on, you know, business planning or how to be an entrepreneur but who's going to actually tell you how to get that business legally set up? Mm. Nobody. So when you say, I want to start a business and it's you're, t- it's you're ready to really get it set up, what do you think your first step has mm, to be? I mean, registering a business, I would say. Okay, you're the first person to ever say that. But <laughs> usually people will be like, I need to get a business license, mm. right? So yes, registering your business, mm. right? Um, so our office is situated with the business license office, which is right up on our revenue department. Okay. Um, and so we share space together. A okay. lot of times people think I'm the business license. Mm. But I pretty much tell you everything you need in order to get a business license. So you have to establish a business before you can license the business. Mm. So registering with the Missouri Secretary of State, getting your EIN, um, knowing what permits to get. And I I use this analogy of like having a kid because I try Mm. to explain things in layman's terms for people to understand so it's not intimidating to them. And so when people will call me, I'll be like, all right, let's do this. So you're about to have a kid. The state is where you go to name the kid. Think of it like the hospital. This is where you're going to name the kid because yes. you can only have one name per incorporated business. And yes. if you're a sole proprietor, you're not operating under your legal name. You have to register that name with the Missouri Secretary. Okay. Right? So this is where you're going to name the baby. And if you incorporate, like do an LLC, this is where you go have the baby and you get that birth certificate, which are your articles of organization. 
So no matter what you do, anytime you set that business up, like a bank account, even with a business license, you need those articles of organization. You need that birth certificate. Okay. So it's very similar, like when you have a child, yes. you need their birth certificate. You need their social security number. That's yes. your EIN. Yes. Um, you need to know what vaccinations they need to have. So those are your permits, right? And your permits are based on the type of business that you mm. have. So if mm. you have a restaurant, you need a health permit. Yes. Um, if you have an animal-based uh, um, uh, business, you need an animal permit um, mm. through our KC Pet Project. Mm. Um, so it just really depends. So we try to help people navigate exactly. where to go and make it easy for them to understand how to do that because their success is our success, exactly. right? Boom. I, I want you to get set up. I want yes. you to get a business yes. license. I want you to pay your taxes. Yes. But why am I going to make it hard for you to figure that out, right? Mm -hmm. um, and one of the biggest things we're coming into now is like um, one thing people don't understand is what's called a zoning. Okay. Um, zoning is like, again, in that process of you having the kid, it just tells me, where is the kid going to live? Mm. And wherever your kid is going to live, can you do, can that kid actually live there? So, yes, okay. like you can't have a strip club at home. No, you cannot, you cannot do that. You cannot. No, you, you cannot do that. No, um, you cannot do that. <laughs> you actually, you can't sell retail from home. Mm. Online you can, but you can't have people lined Line up, up at your house at your like house. it's a retail establishment, mm -hmm. right? If you have a home-based business, which is very legal, um, your neighbors shouldn't know that you're operating a home-based business, mm, right? Mm, okay. Um, other than that, you can office there, you can do whatever you need to do, um, but there's a certain limitations to that. So we try to really help people understand that before they say, okay, I'm going to do this, I'm going to buy this building, or I'm going to lease this space. No, call me first. Because when people yes. go in and you change the use of space, there's an occupancy permit you might need. If you're, um, if you're doing a restaurant, you need to get that health inspection and so you can get that health permit. So we try to help inform people about that process mm -hmm. so that they can be more successful, which ultimately saves my entrepreneurs money in the long run. Mm -hmm. Because they're not going out there spending a bunch of money to build this out just for the city to come and say, no, you got that wrong. Mm -hmm. And then we as the city get beat up. Mm -hmm. So I said, okay, let us be more of the liaisons for our citizens to understand how to navigate the city and the state or the feds wow. or whoever else they need to go through. Yes. And so since I've been in office and since we've hired Samuel Morris, who is new to my office, um, we've been really kind of diving deep within the city departments to say, what can we do? What is the process so we can better explain to people ahead mm -hmm. of time? Yes. So by the time they come to you, they're ready to go. Wow. So you're less stressed out. Wow. I'm less stressed out. The entrepreneur's less stressed out. Everybody's happy, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> it's pretty much making the steps easier. It's sort of like, because I think, like what you're saying, what most entrepreneurs and most business owners struggle with is the nitty-gritty, the, the little steps to get to where they want to get to. They're like, it's all overwhelming, and they might not even start because of that. Right, right. That discourages them. Right. I mean, And it takes them months to figure this process out, and before mm. the pandemic, I can have you in and out in an hour or less. Wow. Fully established all the way up to a business license. Wow. All you need to go do is go get your bank account, make sure you got your proper insurance, get your operating agreement, all of that. Wow. So what we've done in the pandemic is we've pivoted virtually just like our business has to do. So we created okay. this virtual one-stop shop. Okay. Um, I do not believe in creating a bigger digital divide. So any technology that we have is mobile friendly. Okay. Um, shout out to Quali out of uh, Colorado, who is the startup we work with yes. to actually develop all this technology. So the website, the tools, now you can go to our website and you can read that full guide of everything I just explained. Okay. And I can explain it to you virtually, but you can go and sign up for this free customized checklist. Yes. And all you have to tell me is what type of business do you have and mm. answer all these questions the same way I would. Yes. And it's going to customize that checklist just for the things that you need based on the type of business that you have. Mm, mm, right. So now mm. someone can go in whenever they're ready. I don't rush you. Mm. Start going through the process. So on that checklist, I tell you the order in which you need to complete the steps, 
I give you links to the applications online. Yes. I give you the contact information for those agencies and departments. Yes. So whenever you're ready, I just walk you through that. Um, and once we get them set up and get their business license going, then I say, okay, now go dive into the ecosystem. Mm. Here's what you here's where you need to go. But throughout that process, as I'm doing that intake and getting that checklist, I'm getting data. Wow. Okay. So now on the back end of this me and my team, we get all this data about small businesses that no one has. Mm. Because by default, someone is coming to see me. Mm. Um, and on the average, we'll see thousands, maybe two to 3,000 people a year. Wow. I've seen that many just a few months into this fiscal year. So like wow. our fiscal year starts in like May. So right now I'm at about ooh, 3,500 or more Whoa. interactions with people where That's we're awesome. answering questions or getting them set up or getting yes. them through the business license process. Um, and so by default, because again, everybody has to come through my office. Exactly. Because yes. you got to start a business, yeah. you have to have this. But yes. the things that we're teaching are not being taught in the ecosystem. Mm, mm, so mm, usually mm. You're, the people you're going to get those services from are calling me or connecting you to me. And that's perfect. Because what I want to do with the technology that we have is I want to educate my partners. Yes. Because they can't necessarily process it. Mm -hmm. But if I educate you on it, you're going to help somebody better come to me. Same way I can help somebody better go to them, right? Exactly, yes. But that helps my partners build up some new capabilities. Yes. Which services that they can now provide, right? Wow. Okay. Um, and then, you know, just from there, we, we're just, like I said, we're collecting data. We're sharing. What we want to do is share that data with our partners. Because yes. like I told you earlier, I'm not the foundation. Look, mm -hmm. I can't, you can't come to me for money all the time. Mm -hmm. But what can I do to help my partners do better? Yes, yes. And go after more money. Wow. So data is the other side of that. So we got these tools on the front end for the business owner. Yes. On the back end, we have these tools and this data on the back end for those who support those mm. business owners in our community. Man, I'll, I'll, I'll say lot. this. This is, this is really <laughs> good. This is really good information because I feel like, you know, you are solving problems that before now we wouldn't have even know it was a problem. Yeah. But you are solving this problem for like, you know, startups, people who are starting Every out day. at the start of it. Everybody. So Everybody. I am happy and I'm glad that I'm like just that Casey has you here, being able to be instrumental because like you said, you have been, you were in, you were born in Kansas City, you've been on the east side, you know this problems, yes. you know, because I, I lived on the east side, but I wasn't born in the east side. Right. So I only saw, you know, the after effect of what happened maybe 10 years ago. Gotcha. Um, so now I want to, I want to say this first, thank you for what you do. Thank you for all the awesome job you do. But finally, but this might be uh, the second to last question. I want to okay. ask you this. What would you say to maybe uh, a, a starter, like a business owner who's starting out right now or someone who's been in the business and it seems like, man, things are so hard, things are not working out. What would you say to them being, being in the business for so long? So again, with the technology, one of the cool things we get to do is, you know, dive deeper, do some little surveys and collect some good data. Mm -hmm. So we did a survey um, maybe um, during the second round of the PPP loans. You know, those are the big things that yes. were going out. Mm -hmm. um, and what we found from that survey from small and minority-owned businesses, whether they were new or existing, um, the key thing that they needed were essential relationships. You know okay. how we had these essential businesses? Yes, you stay yes, open? yes. Well, my businesses needed those essential relationships. And so what is that? That's your accountant. Mm -hmm. That is your um, attorney, somebody to do your marketing. Because I think as entrepreneurs, what I've seen happen is that we put them in these chairs and these classrooms and say, you got to know everything, mm -hmm. you got to do everything, and that's hard. Mm -hmm. And we can't really grow if we're doing everything versus knowing who to work with or who to hire into our businesses that yes. can help us with our books. And I would say that's the number one thing for my businesses that I, I, I really push them to do is get your books in order. Yes. You can't access capital without it. You can't become a vendor with the city without it. Mm. You can't be certified without it. Um, 
You won't get grants without it. You exactly. gotta keep your books in order and an accountant and or an attorney can really help you do that. And so everything that I do is typically what an accountant or attorney would advise yeah, you through. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I don't charge. Um, our our services are free through the KC BizCare office. Wow, okay. Um, but some people, depending on their level of you know, just how comfortable they are with actually doing this, they may pay someone else maybe fifteen hundred, two thousand dollars for something that you might spend less than a hundred dollars getting to set do. up. Yes. Right? And again, you're not never you're never paying me. You're paying the you know, you're paying the state for your state registration. Mm. You know, that's like if you did an LLC, that's fifty one dollars and twenty five cents. Um, business licenses start up at twenty five dollars. Um, zoning clearances are free, EINs are free, your Missouri sales tax if you sell retail is free. Like People just don't know that and, and that's what we're trying to help them save the dollars that they have because when they're starting out you don't really have a lot. But for the business owner that's out there, mm -hmm. whether they're getting started yes. or whether they've been in existence, um, come and see us. Uh, we will help you connect with the resources in the community. Yes. Um, and know the ecosystem for you. I want to learn more about the businesses that are out there, what they need, so yes. I can begin to build stronger ecosystems for them as well mm -hmm. um, to be more successful. And so it's it's just tell me where you are where, and where I can get you going exactly. next. Awesome, awesome. But have that professional behind you. Yes. <laughs> Awesome. So, um, man, it's been such an honor to have you here. Um, you have loaded me up with so much information, and I, I just one way to talk. I'm like, I need to. I actually after this show, I need to sit down and talk with you because I think <laughs> you have so much, uh, just so much information that I need, and I think a lot of business owners need to hear too because okay. um, you don't know what you don't know, and yep. uh, unless you ask questions and find who to go to, you will never know those information. Correct. So, um, again, thank you, thank you so much for coming on the show. And before we go, I want to ask you. What are the social media or websites of you know your organization or you? People want to reach out to you and kind of contact and see what you got going on. How can they reach out? I feel like I'm too old for social media. <laughs> but I'll give you the BizCare stuff. Yes. So Facebook, Casey BizCare Office. Okay. Um, Twitter, Casey BizCare. Okay. Um, we're on LinkedIn, Casey BizCare Office. If you're just looking for me, I'm on Facebook. <laughs> but I try to use my platform to share yes. resources. So mm -hmm. if you want to know about different grants or things, if you want to know what's kind of going on out there, you can follow me on Facebook, uh, Nia Richardson. Okay. Um, you'll see all my information on there. You'll know it's me. You're also on LinkedIn, right? I am on LinkedIn. Yeah, that is the most important <laughs> one. Don't forget that one. That's the most important one, yes. Connect with me on LinkedIn. Yes, yes. LinkedIn <laughs> is definitely yes. Because I was like, you, you don't want to miss that one. Yes. But, um, but anyways, thank you so much for coming. Um, before I end the show, I want you to shout out five either business owners or leaders in Kansas City who you think are doing a great, great work and you want people to kind of hear about what, the, what, what they got going on. So someone who will be new to Kansas City, Emma Willis with Venture Noir, okay. who supports black-owned businesses. She'd be really great. Um, uh, Casey Black-owned, the Black Pantry, um, the Kansas City Black United Front that's been doing a lot of work with... Um, by Black KC and working to build up entrepreneurs, black entrepreneurs in particular. Yes. Um, geez, Porterhouse, um, the Heartland Chamber, Prospect Business Association with Simone Curls. Call Simone. Don't call me. Call Simone. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you have a lot, which is good. But uh, again, thank you so much for coming on. Um, I really appreciate you coming on, um, chatting with for me. me. No, this yeah. was an awesome, awesome show. Um, you you kind of matched us like the black everything. We are black, black, black on black on black. You already black, know. Black. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, uh, thank you so much for coming on this show. I really appreciate you. But for those of you who are watching from your house, office, wherever you are, it's the Fight Up KC show. You know what to do. Subscribe at Fight Up KC, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook. Just search for the Fight Up KC. And it's your host, Zeke. And hey, don't give up. I'll see you in the next episode. Bye-bye for now. Cheers. Pow. <laughs>